0: rabbis call him pastor pastors call him rabbi his patients call him doc and his New York family calls him mashuga crazy because he believes in Messiah welcome to this episode of to life where miles Weiss highlights the hope behind the headlines Shalom Salam Aloha howdy this is miles coming to you from the left coast of the United States of America coming to you live on delay with another episode of To Life, the hope behind the headlines. I'm really happy today to have Avi Lipkin, an old friend of mine. He's a launchman. He comes from the same neighborhood as I do in New York City and he is a resident of Jerusalem. He's an expert on Islam. He has been traveling the world for as long as I've known him trying to wake people up to the connection between the church and Israel and the threat of radical Islam. So Avi, thank you for being with us today good to be with you it's been too long if you could just give a little background of your journey like how does a nice jewish boy from new york wind up in jerusalem
1: well uh, it's a very long story besides the
0: fact that it's prophetic
1: (laughs) yes uh well i'll tell you i grew up in a home in new york in great neck new york and i went to a conservative temple hebrew school and uh, i was born in 49 so in 1955 when I started going to Hebrew school, I was six years old. In 1955, You know all the horrors of the Holocaust uh, came out. And uh, in Hebrew school, they taught us how the uh, Nazis, you know, the Germans hated us, and how the, uh, the Spanish hated us in the Catholic Inquisition, and how the Russians and Polish and Ukrainians slaughtered us. And uh, they said to us, and one day they said to us, it's going to happen in America also. So I'd like to talk about that a little later also because I predict a Holocaust coming in America. I know a lot of your people are going to turn the radio off. They don't want to hear it, but i have to say it as part of my journey. But the point is that when I moved to Israel in 1968, which is 54 years ago, um, I was so happy to get away from America and to live in this Aryan, pure Jewish country. And then I met my wife, Rachel, and she's a Jewish woman from Egypt. And she said to me, are you crazy? The first thing she said to me, why did you leave America? America is a great country. They have peace. And here in Israel, we have war. And I said to her, because the Gentiles hate us. And she said, the Gentiles? Who are the Gentiles? I said, the Christians. She says, not only are you crazy, she said to me, you also don't know anything, because Christians are not Gentiles. Christians (laughs) believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They believe in the same Torah as the Jews. And the Messiah, for heaven's sakes, is a Jew from Israel who speaks Hebrew. She said, the Muslims, they're great people, but they're the Gentiles because they have another God, they have another book, and their Messiah is coming to slaughter the Jews on Saturday and the Christians on Sunday. So how do you like that for a short uh, thumbnail uh, uh, message?
0: Well, that's a match made in heaven. I mean, you, you guys were made for each other because she got you on the straight and narrow regarding the threat of radical Islam, and then you became a scholar, in my opinion, regarding the history and the present day threat that comes from the Muslim world. So tell our audience a little bit about what your wife does in her spare time.
1: Well, she's retired now, but when she worked, she worked 30 years for the Israeli intelligence, uh, listening to their radio and watching their TV broadcasts. And they said exactly what they're going to do, which is to conquer the world for the glory of Allah. Kill the Jews on Saturday, kill the Christians on Sunday kill the Hindus, kill the Buddhists, kill the blacks. And then, you know, the Muslims go ahead and kill each other. And I got a three-year jail sentence in Switzerland for saying this, and uh, they call it hate speech. But it's the truth, you know, like, if you talk against Nazism, is that hate speech?
0: Yeah, really? Yes. So there is fanaticism on all hands. Now, of course, you got me wanting to cut to the chase and find out about America, because we will do it later, because there's so many other things I want to ask you. But it is amazing to me that if you had asked me 20 years, I'm the same age as you, similar age, and grew up with the original story being Paul Newman, saving the Jews in the Exodus movie, to now where there's anti-Semitism all over the world, there's anti-Semitism in the streets and on the colleges of the United States of America. And we have a government right now that I can see where uh, this kind of hatred for Jews and Christians could come up in a much more organized way rather than the random acts we're seeing now. But before we do that, What about these changes in government in Israel after Netanyahu and America after Trump and the rise of an even more radical government of Iran, if you can believe that, and Putin, if you have something to say about him as well? How many hours do we have? (laughs) Well, we might have to do this in segments. I might have to do part one today and then get back to you and uh, do some more because you're a treasure trove of info for, for the audience. So. Taking one issue
1: at a time, you asked me firstly about the, the present Israeli government and what happened to Netanyahu, and is he coming back to be prime minister again? Will we have elections? You know, as in his former Israeli army spokesman, the golden rule that we learned was in the Middle East, you have to learn to expect the unexpected. Right. And so I'm not going to behave uh, like a prophet because mm-hmm. I'm not a prophet. And I've been wrong so many times that I just say, you know, stop it, stop predicting things, because a lot of things just don't happen. But very simply, regarding Netanyahu, uh, I I will go on record as saying that he definitely uh, was the greatest prime minister twice. He was prime minister in 1996 to 99, and then again uh, for the 13 years until he was, you know, now uh, deposed in elections by Naftali Bennett. He was the greatest prime minister we ever had, the longest-lasting prime minister we ever had. Mm. And he really turned Israel into a first-rate country in many, many ways. Mm. Uh, However, one of the problems with a politician who just hangs around too long is he burns his bridges to stay in power, and then the people who he burned his bridges with turn against him. And so under Naftali Bennett, you see, Naftali Bennett was the Likud. Like, he came from, uh, he worked uh, very close to Netanyahu. Mm -hmm. Avigdor uh, Lieberman, Gidon Saar, Ezev Elkin, Ayeda Shaked. all these people are really <laughs> good people, for heaven's sake. And Netanyahu, one way or another, burned all of them off. Um, Netanyahu doesn't like rivals, you know, so anyone who's really has any brains and succeeds in, in the party gets kicked out by Netanyahu. So in the end, the chickens came home to roost and, you know, they, they formed these little parties, which all came together with one thing never Netanyahu. So that's the story about Netanyahu. And um, in the next elections, I don't think he'll come back either, because he, with the ultra-Orthodox, can only garner about 52 out of 120 members of Knesset. So he will not have a majority. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I don't want to venture an opinion. I ran as head of the, uh, the Judeo-Christian Bible block Party in the last four elections. And so I'm very much into the mechanisms of the Israeli election system and the government. And it's very hard to predict right now what could happen. Uh, We are also facing a war with Iran, as you mentioned. We are facing, God forbid, a spillover of the war between Ukraine and Russia. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are facing a president uh, of the United States who, uh, you you know, Naftali Bennett is doing everything he can to maintain a good relationship with Biden and just wait it out till November. Because what we really need, I should be saying this as a politician, what we really need is a a Republican changeover. And until then, we know that the Democrats are gunning for Israel. You know, the, the Democrats are not really friends of Israel.
0: It's come a long way from when we were growing up in New York and the, the Democrats seemed to be at the time, although they have a hidden history that's coming out now, but seemed to be at the time, the party of tolerance and lifting up the smaller guy and all that. And now it's we've gone so far out of the realm of reality that anything is possible. And we see the the Iran Accords being, the, just everything we've done, since Biden took office has been anti-American and anti-Israel. It seems like it's really at the forefront. And it's kind of like that. We're, we're kind of holding on until November, hoping that that change will be effective. However, as you know, there's a lot of Republican politicians that are just as bad in terms of their own self-aggrandizement. So we're in a unique situation right now.
1: I agree. Uh, What I would like to do is talk a little bit now about what I'm very afraid of happening in the United States. Please, And this is something that every Jew and every Christian in America should be paying attention to. Mm. I say that there are four different groups that want to annihilate the Jews in America. And when I say Jews, you have to remember that the Jews uh, intermarry with Christians and non-Jews to the tune of 80%. Wow. So if they're going to kill a Goldman whose wife is a Christian, uh, her name is Goldman. (laughs) So she has to be killed also. The children have to be killed, even if they're not really Jewish by by Jewish law.
0: Even though there's the halachic law, the rabbinical law that would dispute this, what I tell people is, you know, I tell Christians if you are, even if you believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, regardless of the debate we have about Messiah, if you believe into the tribe, you are now qualified for persecution, exile and execution. So welcome.
1: Well, I always say in the churches that if there is hatred of the Jews, that same hatred is hatred of the Christians and vice versa. Right. And this is why I formed the Judeo-Christian Alliance Party in the Israeli political system. You know, I have have no competition. There's nobody out of 38 (laughs) political parties in Israel, I'm the only one with the Judeo-Christian Alliance Party, and we believe in Judeo-Christian Western civilization and
0: democracy. We're the only
1: ones in the Israeli political scene.
0: That's what I love about you, is that you are unique among the tribes in that way. Thinking about that, the 38 parties for parliament, Knesset in Israel, and you're the one who can see the similarities, the 95% we have in common between Jews and Christians, genuine Christians, not institutionalized religious Christians, but people that really have had an experience with the God of Abraham. The the things we have in common are so much greater than the divisions, and you're the only one who sees that, it seems, in that political realm.
1: Uh, Yes, very correct. Uh, And one of the things uh, that that, again, really hits me really hard, and it makes me all the more reason uh, work for this party, is that, you know, it's a given that in the Jewish state, uh, the rabbis are going to hate the messianics. Right. Uh, it's a given that the, the ultra-Orthodox especially are going to hate the Christians, you know, mm. the, the different types of Christians that live right. in Israel. Right. But the problem here is that the ultra-Orthodox rabbis also hate the Reformed Jews. <laughs> they hate the conservative Jews. They hate the unaffiliated Jews. They hate <laughs> the modern Orthodox Jews, and they even hate each other. They're kind of like Muslims. They just hate everybody who's not like them. And they even hate the people who are like them because they're all competing for government uh, budgets.
0: So up. we have
1: a very, very horrible predicament here in Israel. And mm. uh, I don't want to go yet into Russia, Ukraine, but Russia, Ukraine is a symbol of what is about to happen in America, where yeah. hundreds of thousands of Jewish refugees uh, and when I say Jewish refugees, I mean Jewish, also mixed with Christian spouses and children, are going to be moving to Israel according to the law of return. Right. And then in America, we, the Jews are threatened by four different groups, and that includes Christian spouses and relatives. And so. <laughs> your name is weiss yes it is your wife may be or may not be a jewish but you're gonna to have to move to israel so i'm gonna prepare some sleeping bags we're gonna have like 200 people in my house sleeping in sleeping bags you know because everybody's <laughs> gonna be fleeing to come here
0: our friend rosemary schindler has been banging that drum for a long time and tom Hess wrote the book let my people go about the exodus back to israel as a, an attorney friend of mine in jerusalem says how are you doing suffering in exile miles you know in other words yeah. we're comfortable so far and so we don't all move back there we don't all go home but what you're saying is that the pressure that is worldwide is actually going to come to america
1: yes but for different reasons and mm-hmm. for example uh you said mentioned something about 20 years ago that you know things were so different then but i was in canada in the summer of 1999 and i discovered from a a Canadian uh, lady who's a social worker working with the police and the military, that there are Islamic cells in in, uh, Canada and in America that are arming and preparing for the final solution of the Jews. Right. Uh, And the mosques are are armories uh, with the weapons and they all have licenses from the uh, government. And then now I had, I don't know if I told you the story, I had lunch with a neo-Nazi in Florida. After the killing of George Floyd, and so he said to me, "What do you think about defund the police?" And I said, "Well, I think it's horrible, you know, because if defund the police, you're going to have crime and chaos and murders and stuff." He said, "No, no, no, no." He says, "You don't understand." He said, "He said it's wonderful because our militia numbers went up from three million to thirty million after you know the, the defund the police thing started. So we got wow. thirty million armed militia people, and the first thing we're going to do is kill the Jews." because they vote Democrat, and we see them as traitors. I said, firstly, listen, I said, it's now 30% of the Jews vote Republican, and it's increasing because of all the mistakes that, that Biden is making, and that's the nature of politics. You know, Different ethnic groups have different reasons for the way they vote. But the point I'm saying is that if they're, you know, what is the reason for the Holocaust in Germany? The same reason, this hate, hateful behavior towards Jews, and you have certain people in America You've got the Muslims, uh, the fanatic Muslims. I've got 30 million Muslims in America. So 10%, according to the FBI, are terrorists. That's 3 million with guns. Then 30 million militia people, let's say 10% are terrorists. <laughs> That's 3 million. That's 6 billion armed people. Then you've got the Black Lives Matter. They were founded by Islamic Jihad. And then you've got the Antifa, who will kill Jews and Christians equally, anyone who believes in God. And I'm very fearful about November elections because I think the Republicans are going to win. And I think that the Democrats are not going to let, you know, give hand over control to the Republicans. They're going to look for all kinds of legal excuses. And that's going to lead to an explosion.
0: Yeah, I think that those of us that are keeping our eyes open have. On the one hand, we're looking for the relief of a change in government, but I think you're right. I think that things have gotten, I mean, it reminds me of Stalin saying, it doesn't matter who votes, it matters who counts the votes. And so we're in that place now in America where this, I believe this last election, and I think we're gonna see this Dinesh D'Souza movie coming out soon that that is gonna document the fact that there was election fraud in 2020, whether people believe it or not. However, that said, the danger that you're speaking of is is, When you say an explosion, you mean that these various factions are going to hit the streets with guns and and mayhem.
1: Right. Now, also, there's another possibility that Putin will indeed use nuclear weapons start World War III, collapse the world economy. And who's going to be the first to be blamed? The Jews. You know, the Jews are blamed for COVID-19. I mean, why are the Jews blamed for COVID-19? But they are blamed and they will be blamed.
0: Wow. Very sobering. Uh, So, you're in the safest place in the world, Jerusalem.
1: Well, that's what most Zionists believe, that this is the apple of God's eye, and he has his hand on us. And uh, actually, since April, we've received 40,000 immigrants. uh, uh, We were expecting 90,000 before COVID-19, and then everything dropped to zero, uh, and now it's up to 40,000. But I think by, by next April, we'll have another 100,000 because, you know, guess who's coming? It's not just the Ukrainians. The Jews are running away from Russia because they have a madman there uh, right. who started the needless war. And, and now, not only the Jews, a lot of people are just fleeing from Russia. They've lost about, you know, uh, 100,000 people in the last two years. Russia is depopulating. Russia is a dying country. Uh, because they have a crazy system that hasn't changed in a thousand years. They have this autocratic tyrannical system. Uh, Heinrich Heine, who was a German uh, philosopher two hundred years ago, said the world will have to choose between the despotism and tyranny of the Russians to the foolishness of the Americans. Wow, and I preach that in the churches. I say the the reason America's number one is because America's foolish, mm. but it's foolish in the Lord. and when you're foolish in the Lord, you'll always come out on top of it. The- Democrats want to remove the Lord completely, and then you'll just be foolish.
0: Wow. That is so well said, both from China, but also from you, Avi, that there's a safety and a protection for those who understand, who know, who follow God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But what you're saying is that America is, are you definitively saying that America is going to not make it through this season? in your
1: opinion no, no 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 i didn't say that i oh, just said there will be a, a period of chaos you know what let me tell you something uh, i personally own a gun my wife owns a gun uh we live here in israel we live in an area where we're surrounded by our villages so we're allowed to have a gun right in america you go to jewish communities and uh, they don't want to hear anything we don't want to own guns it's not the jewish way Right. But the people are going to come to slaughter the Jews the fanatic Muslims and the fanatic militia people and the Black Lives Matter and the uh, Antifa. These people all have guns and they're coming to get the Jews and kill right. them and the Christian spouses.
0: I remember making the fatal mistake of calling into Michael Savage's program one time and he potted me down and he spoke over me. He said, I'm going back 15, 20 years. He said, uh, "A 22 for every Jew. You know, in other words, we need to arm ourselves. That that's that's not a crazy or fanatic or anti-Jewish thing. It's rather that history has proven that uh, we need to defend ourselves. And uh, we're recording this. We won't play it today. We're recording this on Yom HaShoah, so it's a perfect time for you to be speaking to us about the reality of anti-Semitism in the world. And you're bringing this whole perspective. I hope to my audience who are Christians that that part of my audience, that they will recognize that we're, we're knitted together in a unique way by our mutual faith in the God of Abraham. And so, therefore, our Christian friends and neighbors, genuine ones, are also targets of this mayhem, this chaos that is coming.
1: Indeed, because the, the I, again, I keep hating to use the D party, <laughs> the Democrats, those Democrats who don't believe in God, and they hate the Christians and they hate the Jews. By the way, Orthodox Jews are 99%, you know, Republican. And uh, maybe we shouldn't be talking about parties, but you know, I mean, I'm a party person. I'm a, uh, a, you know, running for office here in Israel. But uh, the people today running the government in America who are Democrats are people who uh, by and large uh, hate God. Listen, I have a sister who was a professor in, in Indiana She's retired now. She and her husband are total atheists. They're total commies. My sister, my flesh and blood, we're from the same mother and father. And she won't even talk to me. I mean, these people hate God. They say there is no God. Uh, They're atheists. And uh, they're the first who are going to be killed. And, you know, they they don't want to hear about anything.
0: Wow. So, okay, this is a stretch. I want to close soon. But I wanted to ask you, you'll love this. I wanted to call this podcast Lechayim, The Hope Behind the Headlines. And my wife wisely said, Miles, people will see Chaim and they won't know what you're talking about. So we use English, yes. and it's called To Life, The Hope Behind the Headlines. So in this day and age, with all that you know about the threats in the world and the inside scoop on many things, political and spiritual, uh, what gives you hope now?
1: You know, you have the uh, Christians who believe in what you call the, um, what's the word? Uh, I've been in Israel two weeks, I'm forgetting my English. Prophetic, you know, not that it was a,
0: uh, not es- a pop- a pop- Eschatology, the, the end times. The, the, the return, the, yes. the, the, so, the coming of Messiah.
1: So I'm the eschatological Jew. I believe that things are, as predicted in the Bible, are mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. And if people don't want to hear about it, and they don't want to know about it, that's their problem. But God, I believe in God, and I believe God has a plan. And uh, actually, uh, very often when I'm in churches, I feel more at home in the churches and with Christians who agree with me on the eschatology yes. rather than, you know, the Jews who just want to, you know, go to synagogue and Shabbat and pray and be <laughs> saintly people and righteous people. and uh, <laughs> But they don't want to see what is coming. And that's how six million Jews died in the Holocaust. And that's yeah. what Yom HaShoah is all about. If yeah. people keep saying never again, never again, never again. Uh, but they keep looking in the rear view mirror while wow. they're driving, they're going to crash into a tree or into a wall.
0: Wow, that's well said. It's kind of like look up for redemption, but look around and make sure you know what's going on in the world. Right. So, Abi, how can people find you, get your books, which are incredible, book you to come to speak to their congregation, their church, whatever? What's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Okay, well, my suggestion is Vic Ward 2001, V-I-C, M-O-R-D, half of Victor, half of Mordecai. V-I-C-M-O-R-D 2001 at yahoo.com is my email. People write to me. I answer them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am on Facebook. I am always around 5,000 friends, so I'm always erasing people who died 10 years ago. (laughs) For some reason, I've got friends who died. Uh, So I remove them. Then I have room for new people. Uh, So if people write to me, I'll make sure that I got them as friends. My problem is that my website, I don't know what happened. It, it's down. We have to renew it. Amazon has dropped me. PayPal has dropped me. If people want to help me, you know, or help the Judeo-Christian Bible Block Party, just have them write to vicmord2001 at yahoo.com, and, you know, I will help them know, they to be in touch with me.
0: That's good, And uh, probably a badge of honor these days to be dropped by large uh, anti-God tech companies, but... Anyway, thank you so much, Avi. Today thank you for being with me and with our audience. I know we're going to get positive feedback from this session, and I would really like to schedule some more times with you because uh you just bring a refreshing and profound view of what's happening in our world today. So thank you, Avi Lipkin from Jerusalem.
1: All my regards to Catherine and I yes. hope to see you maybe in my July, August trip to the States. I hope to come to the West Coast.
0: Oh, that would be wonderful. We'd love to have you. So keep me posted on your schedule. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Shalom, shalom.
1: Shalom, y'all, as they say in Texas. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you have been enlightened and encouraged by this podcast, please rate this episode with five stars and share it with all your friends. This really helps us spread these informative good news messages. To Life, Hope Behind the Headlines is produced by House of Peace, a tax-deductible 501c3 corporation. Visit us at mkhop.org and on Instagram and Facebook. And thank you for your donations. They really make these sessions possible.